Welcome to the On Shuffle Podcast. Coming at you now. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast. Um, we've got a good one today, man. Hey, first of all, how was your week and weekend? It was good. It was good. Just uh, enjoyed it. Took it easy. Didn't do much of anything. Just enjoyed it. How about you? Yeah, kind of same. We uh, well, let me take that back. Uh, we had a little softball this weekend with my daughter, so kept me busy on Saturday. Uh, went out to eat. Uh, got home late. Had uh, kids staying at our house per usual. Um, and then um, today, um, more lounging, which went out grocery shopping, but. All in all, good, fun weekend. Not too busy, not too productive, though. So uh, now, ready to talk about some music, though. But, um, dude, we had homework, and I'm excited for this episode. And I tell you what, I'm going to slow myself down again. I want you to tell us about this homework we had. Yeah, so uh, to start it off, we always, you know, the homework is we always listen to a different group or artist. And uh, I think it was your turn, and you end up choosing yeah. the Beatles. So, um, obviously, not a whole lot. I mean, that can be said, that's not known, but, um, tell us about it if they never heard of them. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so they formed in October of 1962 and then they, if you want to say disbanded in May of 1970, um, they released 13 albums and obviously a lot of number one singles and hits, um, from, you know, between all of them. Um, I think they're one of the, um, most commercially successful groups of all time. I think most influential, um, I know a few years ago, um, VH one, I think it will, this a long time ago. Now they had a, um, like a top artist of all time. And they were number one in front of like Michael Jackson and can the other person by Elvis or something. Sure. But, um, but yes, they formed in Liverpool. Um, you know, obviously the big four. So that's, um, uh, almost a Paul Stanley, um, Paul McCartney, uh, John Lennon, Ringo Starr, George Harrison, and that obviously is the Beatles. Yep. Um, so again, uh, I think they're everybody's your favorite group's favorite group. Sure. Um, there's a great video going around that, um, it was Ozzy, I think it was one of the first times Ozzy met Paul McCartney, and uh, they, um, I guess without some show or event, because obviously Ozzy, which, you know, th- you know, Ozzy is, you know, fucking old, mm. but he was like, you guys are the reason why I started making music. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you know. It makes sense. Though. Yes. But I, but I guess it's weird seeing that because, you know, I said, I said Ozzy's old yeah. and you would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're on like. Past don't cross. Or, 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 or like, you know, they were. Like they're almost getting started at the same time, yeah. but I guess it kind of puts you because I know because uh, Black Sabbath was probably mid to late '60s, and yeah. then obviously they were early '60s. Right. Um. So again, it's just weird that you know how you know somebody as old and influential as Ozzy was like, oh yeah, well you guys who are probably yeah. all the same age as, as he is, yeah, that's a good point. Is just as influential, well, like just as influenced by the Beatles in. I mean, like Billie Eilish, you know, I know she's yeah. a big fan. You know, obviously, a lot of groups are fans of the Beatles. Um, so I got, I'll, I'll get started to follow that up because the Beatles are a group I never uh, got into. Never, I guess, like I never 
like went again, like went away from like trying to listen to them, right. you know, just a group I never checked into and never had the desire to kind of like a uh, Jimi Hendrix where I just didn't honestly care to listen to their music. Well, a lot of times the Beatles music comes to you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like you're right. I mean, like I said, it's hell commercials, yep. movies, TV shows is covered everywhere. For sure. Um, I probably listen to more Paul McCartney songs on his own. I mean, Mm-hmm. Uh, solo Paul McCartney, then I have Beatles or Wings, or you know, I guess the, the Beatles and the veins, I guess, of the Beatles kind of the roots kind of go out a long way. So, like I said, I think everybody knows Beatles songs, yeah, even if they have you never listened to them. So, that was me. Um, so going into this exercise, not a lot of experience, um, listening to the Beatles. Um, but like I said, it's weird how. Like I've never sought them out, but looking at their greatest hits, I knew half of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, I think they have a. I think it's just the one. I guess that's the name of the album. One greatest hits, where it's mm-hmm. like thirty songs on there. I said I know probably ten or fifteen of them, right? And I've never sought them out. Um, so I guess you know, going in, obviously, I'll, you know, it's kind of hard not to respect them because obviously, you know, they hugely influential and. Yeah, they're the grandpapas. Um, yeah, and I think for them, I guess the reason why they're so influential is I think that I would say they kind of kind of shaped music. I think, well, it's hard to say about the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, all those groups that kind of right there together. Um, I guess they kind of shaped music as far as what we would maybe consider modern music. Yeah. Or kind of, you know, what evolved from that. Right. Um. Cause they're, you know, cause their music was more technical than some of the other music at the time. Obviously they took influence from a lot of the, you know, American blues artists. Mm-hmm. And as they've said, um, but, um, yeah. So again, just some of my, uh, I guess my favorite songs after Sweet. actually listening to them. Um, yesterday is probably number one. I like yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday's a well, I don't know if it's their best song because obviously it's kind of a uh, highly debated on you know, f- Beatles fans. A few months ago, it's funny you mentioned that one. A few months ago, that song just kind of uh, inadvertently came up through my uh, playlist. I don't know if it was playlist or I was watching TV. I can't remember how it got into my brain, but I know I did listen to it probably a dozen times that week because of it. Uh, so I know it's such a good song. Yeah, and I said, you know, and that's a song I know it's – I think it's just a mainly a Paul production, you know, Paul McCartney kind of wrote it, sing it, sung it, um, you know, or I don't know if the real Paul McCartney sung it, but you know, it's a different debate. (laughs) Uh, well, it's funny because there's that video (laughs) I mentioned by Ozzy and Paul and everybody's like, that's not Paul McCartney. He didn't mean Paul McCartney, uh, which is funny, but, um, I've always thought Kevin McHale looked like a seven or six foot 10 Paul McCartney. Do you know what I'm talking (laughs) about from the Boston Celtics? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But that hey, that is that. an interesting thing though. I, you know, I don't know if you've ever been. And if you don't know what we're talking about, do Google uh, is a uh, real Paul McCartney, something along those lines. And there's a very good myth out there, a conspiracy about how uh, Paul's been replaced. Uh, I think it was a car wreck, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. They replaced him, and you know, uh, yeah, like anyways. a lookalike or something. Yeah. And then, so it's um, definitely worth it. And and also you can go back, and I went so far down that rabbit hole years back that. Uh, They'll have you listen to uh, two different things, um, mm-hmm. and, and you can definitely uh, 
in that vein, you can hear, and maybe it's because you want to hear because you're, you know, you're going down that rabbit hole, but it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, and funny enough, just to add to the conspiracy here, um, cause you know, I think the big thing is Abbey road and Paul's not wearing any shoes, yeah. but if you look at like, uh, photos like before as they're like lining up and getting ready and he had shoes on so between like the the pre photo shoot famous photo and before getting ready he had shoes on and he took them off Mm -hmm. which i don't you know i say that's that's a conspiracy i can't uh i mean i can't subscribe to but uh yeah me neither um Cause, well, because whoever the sound, you know, the sound of light look alike. I mean, they're doing pretty damn, well, damn good job. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So again, um, going in, not too big of a Beatles fan, but like I said, you know, all their songs. I mean, you know, influence is uh, widely known. I think my favorite cover of a Beatles song, just to throw that out there too. Um, Alice Cooper covered Eleanor Rigby, mm. which is very good. Uh, I actually heard his version before the Beatles version, oh, and cool. I actually really like um, Eleanor Rigby, you know, Alice Cooper's version because he's obviously very influenced by them. Um, another one I like, I like the, I think everybody knows um, my guitar gently weeps, the yep. big, uh, the Beatles version, but then George Harrison has his own solo, yep. his acoustic, and like I like his version better because it's just more stripped down. Yeah, um, it's not. Prince and uh, Tom Petty doing all that stuff at a big rock hall performance. But, um, so yeah, so the Beatles, like I said, coming out of it, obviously, you know, I guess it's like I'm still in the same position where I just obviously highly respect them. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I can't say I'm going to start pursuing their music any further, but they're still obviously one that you, you just got to respect if you're a music fan. Yeah, dude, I'm kind of along those lines too. I, I realize, uh, I realize in doing this that, um, there's probably 15 to upper to 20, uh, Beatles songs that I really like, like, like really, really like, which normally would put me like, uh, a fan, like, you know, that's, that's in those lines where you're like, okay, I'm a fan of this band. Um, but mm-hmm. it's weird with them, I guess, because, um, you know, as you mentioned, thirteen albums. Um, I mean, that's that's a, that's a lot of music in a short period of time. I guess you know, eight nine years, whatever it was. But uh, yeah. But you know, I, I realize there are some. You mentioned yesterday. Um, hey Jude, obviously, uh, one of the ones I really like is uh, "All We Need Is Love." Um, that's uh, that's one I really like. Um, I uh, there there's more. There's more, but. Um, I guess getting to it, there's a bunch of songs that I like, um, but the stuff that I don't, um, I just had to turn it off quick. It's just like, man, this is a, I don't understand it. Uh, maybe yeah. it's too complex for me. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just not as complex as they think it. I don't know. It's just it just wasn't uh, appealing to me. I'll say this, dude. This popped in my mind this week. I'm di- just dying to hear your thoughts on this. Um, so, well, one thing that kind of surprised me uh, that you mentioned, and I never knew this, is uh, they came out in 62, or I guess they, uh, they yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I guess in my mind, uh, I was thinking it was probably in the 50s. Um, you know, I thought mm-hmm. that they were uh, along the same times as Elvis. Now, I didn't realize they were actually after Elvis, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and to say that, the, just, to, just to mention, um, the Beatles... I can't remember what it was. Um, 
they really wanted to meet Elvis and they, they met him in the late sixties yeah, and they were, you know, kind of like Ozzy with Beatles. He, they were like infatuated with him, which is, you know, obviously kind of alluding to the kind of the whole, uh, chronology here of, uh, who's influenced by who. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point. Well, and, and so I guess moving to my point, I wanted to ask you this. So 1962, uh, you've got this British rock band, which, um, in today's, uh, I guess thinking of it today, sometimes I don't think of the Beatles as rock, um, you know, and they are yeah. of course, but I guess just the way music has changed so much. And obviously, as you mentioned, they played the biggest part of anybody, but I was thinking, okay, if these guys came out in 2020 or 2017 or something like that, uh, I, I I had two things that popped in my mind, and I'm interested to see you know your thoughts, or maybe you've got something better or or what have you. But I thought of the Struts, uh, and I was like, okay, what would their sound sound like today? Because the very catchy hooks, like courses, and um, uh, you know they're obviously very talented, but um, just very catchy stuff. I thought of uh, the Struts, and I also thought of like One Direction, um, and uh, just those two because. One's rock, and I was thinking, okay, the Struts, because they're a rock band in today's uh, era, and maybe if the Beatles came out today, they're rock uh, still. Uh, but then also get, thinking of their music and their, um, you know, their reach and all this and that, I was thinking of like One Direction as well, because you got a group of guys that, uh, you know, the women love, uh, kind of like the Beatles. I mean, I know one, and not to sound too weird here, but there is a famous story I've always heard where uh, a lot of times the closer you get to the stage, their concerts smell like urine because women were so freaking yeah. excited. So, um, you know, so anyways, use your imagination there. But, uh, I guess, uh, do you see, what do you see when you think of it? Um, well, I would say, I don't know if I would categorize them as rock in the, I mean, not in the, I mean, kind of like almost in the, on the Elvis kind of a vein where the, you know, so the probably before what well, rock, what it, you know, turned into i guess like they were kind of like um i don't know like there were like almost like before rock was a genre they were right. like whatever that was kind of like black sabbath wasn't metal but they created it sure you know for other bands to come in behind them and right. actually be a metal band kind of like the the beatles weren't, weren't a rock band they're probably just like a pop band but they were um you know but the bands that came after them that were influenced by them were rock bands that's a good point um so i think that they were definitely more pop and but obviously they played an instrument play their instruments so it's not like uh you know most of the boy bands as we say you know where they don't play the instruments or at least on stage is not yeah. given that way i like um, that real fast i want to say this because you got me thinking now i guess if we if this big instead of rock this big pop movement started earlier and i know you know it took a i would say it took a few decades until we got the big big pop movement that we um that you know transcended into what it is today but i would think that if it would have started after them when rock did and all these pop artists were influenced by them maybe they wouldn't be listed as a british rock band maybe they'd be a british pop band you know yeah because i mean there's a lot of groups that i guess you would say is classic rock but you know they're i would just say they're more i guess pop especially you know in that time period i guess there were still genres but obviously back in the day there was definitely doo-wop and then bluegrass and blues but um but i would say like 
I guess most genres of music kind of evolved from like bluegrass and mm-hmm. blues and I guess pop, you know, whatever was just like, you know, popular music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would say they're definitely more of a, I would say I would just consider them a pop band, but as for like a 20, you know, 2023, um, comparison, um, I could definitely hear something. I mean, cause obviously well, because there's three, you know, three, I guess there's 10, is there all four sing, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the two leads are um, obviously Paul and John. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. I, was, I definitely hear on One Direction, but maybe something where they actually play their instruments. So I don't know. The I think the struts are maybe too rock for them, but, you know, then again, nowadays, they could be more rock. You know, if they were to come out today. Yeah, I guess you just don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to say. It is hard to say. It's very hard to say. And also, too, I wonder sometimes if you put yourself in that spot where you're listening and play live music. Because I always wonder that. Because, I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. You take some of the 70s rock, and I'm talking about the heavy rock from the 70s. And uh, we listen to it, and it's not heavy at all. A lot of times it just sounds like southern, like, uh, flowing rock. Uh, but... You know, when you see like a live uh, version of it and you're like, damn, this is heavy as hell. Like, no wonder this is heavy. And I, I'm not saying they, they would be in that category. Obviously, they're not heavy at all. But um, I guess sometimes when you put yourself there, like Elvis, like Elvis is going crazy on stage and he's freaking riffing. And, and you know, I'm thinking, OK, because I've seen concert live stuff, obviously not person, but on YouTube and stuff. And I'm like, OK, this is this is rock and roll right here. Um, but I don't think of Elvis that way, as you just mentioned. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't you know, I don't see Elvis as rock. Um, his persona and everything's rock, and the Beatles' persona is rock. But uh, but again, you know, um, I kind of think of it like that too. So I don't know. It's pretty interesting, man. And it was fun listening to them. Um, I did definitely. Um, I'm like you, I guess, to put a bow on my end. I I'm like you, as in I respect them as much as ever. No respect was lost listening to them. Um, and also I realize there's a ton of songs of theirs that I do like. Um. And they probably got, uh, and I was thinking of this too, they might have more hits than anybody that I've ever, uh, any band that I know of. Um, like mm. when I, you know, like not just hits, like classic hits, um, you know, as it kept playing and it's just like, you know, damn, there's another one that's huge. Oh, there's another huge song, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fun, dude. I enjoyed listening to them and I, I'll, um, I won't revisit them uh, as a whole, but uh, those handfuls of songs that I mentioned, you know, those are definitely ones when they pop up um, and they will, because as Matthew mentioned, they're very commercial, a um, lot of stuff. But I will not um, I'll not turn it away most of the time, I think. I think that's probably the best compliment I can give. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, yeah. So. Um, so, again, that was uh, the Beatles. So check them out. Yep, Check them out if you haven't heard of them. Yeah. And uh, and if any. Uh, if any of the remaining ones are, that uh, are live uh, want to come on and talk about our feelings on them, come on. We'll, um, we'll, I guess we'll have you. Contact our people. Yes. All right, dude. Here we go. This is what we came for. We've got a, a freestyle episode. I kind of hinted earlier. Uh, well, I didn't hint. Actually, I didn't give you any clues. But I'm telling you guys now, we decided on a freestyle episode this week. And not because we're being lazy, uh, but for good reason. Um, me and Matthew had... Uh, we talked this week, um, and uh, there's just a ton of new music out, and uh, not that uh, not that all of it's mind blowing or anything like that. And actually, we'll get to that in a few minutes uh, on thoughts. But um, it was just a big week for for new music. I, you know, 
uh, a band that I adore. Um, well, you guys, if you've been listening long enough, you know my feelings on this band. Foxy Shazam put out a surprise album this past Friday called Dark Blue Night. Uh, they kind of hinted at it that something was going on, but uh, definitely didn't allude to there being a full album coming out or anything like that. So they came out with an album. Um, Miley Cyrus came out with a, a new album, which Matthew mentioned a couple weeks ago. It's something that we talked about uh, that was coming down the pipeline. Um, I mentioned uh, uh, to Matthew the other day a group that I kind of listened to from afar and respect uh, called The Answer uh, put out an album called Sundowners. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that one, too. Uh, funny story. I mentioned on here that a Blaze, a Australian rock band that I like, uh, I got excited because I saw they had new music out a week or two ago, realized that it was by a rapper uh, who goes by the same name. So it was kind of a bummer. And the most odd thing in the world happened uh, the, this past Friday, about a week after we did that, uh, a Blaze finally came out with a new single called Gasoline. Um, so you had those. And then probably uh, one that I can't wait to talk to Matthew about, uh, but one that popped up on my list of new albums, a group called John Diva. And the Matthew, you remember what they're called? John Diva and the Rockets uh, of Love. Yeah. And they come out with an album called The Big Easy. And Matthew, where the hell do you want to get started, dude? Uh, well, I'll say to get people hooked, uh, let's get her. Uh, let's talk about Miley Cyrus. Okay. So she's let's the do biggest it. of the we'll do levels of popularity. Okay. Um, so uh, this is one that, you know, I actually listened to her, her new album actually last Monday. Um, so I listened to it on my own, obviously not with, you know, obviously not with the pod. Um, and then I think it was Thursday, well, Thursday or Friday, or Friday, we were, um, you know, we were just talking about all the new albums and stuff. And, uh, that's what we came up with the, with this freestyle episode. Um, so yeah, so I don't think we're going to go as in depth as we did last year sure. with, with like Joe and, um, what's the other album, Red Hot Chili Peppers and all those, you know, albums will be devoted like whole episodes to so uh the miley cyrus in um truly a new album i think two three weeks ago named endless summer vacation um and i actually learned today she's going to release another one wow. um one um i think in a short in a short period of time this one it was going to be more about um daylight day like day songs and the second album will be about night songs oh sweet okay so whatever that means yep don't know um, sounds yeah, so we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see but uh so this album endless summer vacation this is the big song flowers is on it and um so going into it i, I guess because i actually have been listening to a lot of molly cyrus i think uh let me check real quick i think it was her album before she released one called plastic hearts and it was a lot more rock based songs mm. it was um a song called prisoner night crawling with billy idol midnight sky these songs that i guess i had on rotation they're very they, they had a rock edge they're not they're definitely still pop but a rock edge and i was like okay kind of looking forward to it you know just to hear you know what direction she was going and um she went just strictly pop direction with this album, and I was—I guess I didn't have a lot of expectations, but if I did, I'll say that I'm let down. Okay. Um. So to get started, it started off with "Flowers," obviously the big single, the one that's highly analyzed. If it's about an ex-husband, yada yada. Um. 
so anyway, it's a good song. I like that song. Um, I would say the next, and I, it's been a week since I listened to this. Okay. So the next three, Jaded, Rose Colored, Rose Colored Lenses, and Thousand Miles, were all okay, average, you know, not bad, not good, just, you know, in the middle. I won't listen to again. But then, like, th- there's only one standout on the rest of the album. Well, probably another good one near the end. You... Uh, oh, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. But uh, so, like, the next probably four after that, you, yep. Handstand River, Violent Chemistry, Muddy Feet were all awful. Yep. They were all just awful. Like, and it's obviously don't want to say that, but I've been almost recommending to anyone who, who I've talked to is like, hey, I, my wife, you know, I tried, hey, uh, I listened to Miley Cyrus's new album, and it's awful. And she's like, okay, well, maybe I'll try to give it, you know, give it a try. She hasn't listened to it yet. But like I said, with you, I didn't necessarily say it was bad, but I said, hey, I listened to this. Let's add it to the pile. Um, so, like, that's four, I think it's four songs in a row that are legit bad. Mm. Um, the only other standout is a song called Wild Card. Mm-hmm. Um, is a big, um, she really shows off her voice. shows that the edge to her voice that I think is bar none. As far as other female pop singers nowadays, there's not, not a lot of the ones have that, um, have that sound. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, yeah. So wild card is a good one. Yeah, so uh, Wild Card is the other standout. That I would say is probably I like it better than Flowers, honestly. I like that song a good bit. Is Wild Card, that's towards the end of the album, right? Yeah, I think that's okay. the like the third or fourth one. Yeah, there was from, one. Because um, the, the album is only 45 minutes, so that one's the okay, third one from the end. Um, I guess it really shows off a voice, mm-hmm. so I like that one. And Wonder Woman is an okay song. It's kind of a ballad. Um but the rest are forgettable. They're not, you know, they're not good. Like, you know, I, I would, like I said, listening to, I don't often listen to music that I don't like, like, like putting myself through listening to bad music. Mm-hmm. I will, okay, I'm going to skip this. Right. And there's a couple spots on the album where it's like, okay, I want to skip that. Yeah. But I don't, I said, I, I actually listened to it. Right. And I said, okay, I'm a, if I'm, I'm being an analyst here, I'm going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, majority of it is bad yeah. uh so and this is coming from me the pop guy who kind of obviously between yep. the two of us is a little bit more yep likes more pop stuff sure. and more kind of lenient on the you know more the you know it, sugar sweet pop and it just didn't have no like i felt like and i went through it probably not as extensive as you it just didn't have no direction i don't know it just seemed like uh and i've heard this a lot in like uh, uh pop lately um and some of the bigger pop artists that i'll just see what's going on um like i'm like okay this is leading up to something like it's quiet and it's like uh there's i don't i don't know i feel like there's gonna be a big payoff or something like we're getting to somewhere Mm -hmm. and then it's just over and it's just like oh shit like i don't know like uh it just felt like that uh to me it was kind of it was kind of weird uh, you mentioned I want to say Wild Card's probably the one that I, I that didn't bother me towards the end. I didn't like this at all. Um, yeah. You know, it just wasn't. Um, I don't know. Like it just felt like uh, it felt lazy. And I'm sure she put a lot of work into it. And I'm sure there's people who love the album. Um, 
But I guess from an outside looking in, uh, who's someone who's probably not a, a you know who respects Miley as I've mentioned, but not a Miley fan. Um, it just seemed like, hey, we're going to put out an album and, you know, let's just throw some shit together. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it didn't feel like much went into this at all uh, to me. And maybe the next one's going to be better that you mentioned she's got down the pipe. Yeah. I, and so, you know, so I went and like to so kind of what you're saying, like, obviously, she probably, you know, worked hard on it. So sure. I'm not going to go as far as that. But it's just, uh, yeah, I just didn't know where the songs were going. And they just didn't like sound good, honestly. And, like I said, I think you know her superpower is like that you know the edge to her voice, and a lot of the songs didn't utilize it, and you know, or you know that, or even if it was like like a decent song, you know it, she didn't have to sound like that way. I like her to sound, mm-hmm. you know, the song song could carry itself, but some of the songs would have you know would have been better if she kind of utilized, like I said, the edginess to her voice and. Without that, the song just sank, and it wasn't, you know. Yeah, good. I agree with you. Uh, and when I when I say that again, it, it's more of a uh, it's more of how the music sounded to me. Of course, I know Miley Cyrus and her team worked hard on the album. Like it's just you know listening to it, it feels like it's just it felt lazy. Um, and again, that's you know that's just how it sounded to me. Now I will say this though, dude, um, to kind of catapult to the next one, I, I want to say. As bad as it was to me, um, the Foxy Shazam was not any better. Uh, there, so Foxy Jam, as I mentioned, they put out a new album uh, called Dark Blue Night. The first song on its beginning is an instrumental, like it's just you know, just an instrumental thing that gets you to the next song or just to begin the your little intro to this album. And it's probably one of the best songs on it. Like I'm like, okay, well at least this can be used for maybe like movies or some shit. Like I come, I don't know, like. Uh, it was well done, um, but other than that, now there was a song or two that did not bother me. I guess "Man in Bloom" wasn't bad at all. Um, so, uh, which I think was number eight on. Again, there's 18 albums on this new, or 18 songs on this new uh, Foxy album. Um, Matthew, I'm dying here. Yours, I know. "Man in Bloom" was one that didn't bother me. There was one more, and I cannot remember which one it was. I want to say "Bittersweet Cherries" might not have been bad, but I can't remember. Um, and the only thing to me that resembled uh, an old Foxy Shazam song, and not even the good old Foxy, I'm talking about, um, so their golden era was album two and three. Uh, there's a song number 16 on this album called Thrasher with Jim Carrey, which sounded like it come off their first album, uh, Flamingo Trigger, which I don't like that album. That was before they got their, I feel like, their best sound. Uh, and that song felt like a classic, foxy song so i guess part of me is like okay there's some hope they still will go back in time they showed it with this one maybe not the time i wanted to be but uh but dude i did not like this album at all at all it might have been as uh, it might have been worse than the their last album before they went on hiatus yeah what was that one that was uh the one with red on it or, or uh what is it called? yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah, that they used the big they had the big producer that um gonzo yeah so yeah. uh so i'd so okay, so this is coming from me, you know, someone who I know Foxy, I you know, I know often I know they they you know were your favorite younger band. Yeah, I would say to once put upon it that a time, way. about ten years uh, ago. Yeah, so when I first met you, they were your probably your favorite second to Queen, because but Queen obviously, sure. you, you know, they're not active, you know, in that way anymore. But um, 
so I, I guess when I first met you, Foxy, or soon after meeting you, Foxy was a big deal. But I never listened to him. Um, even my weird, I was like, you know, what music he likes, brother, who actually liked Foxy and seen like concerts with him, like with y'all, uh, friends, you know, you and uh, other people seen him. So, uh, but I never listened to him. So this is actually the first album I actually listened to front to back. I feel bad for you. So I was like, okay, so um, I don't know. I, I couldn't pick out a single theme, so I'm. I would think it's like a concept album because there is a the first song is titled beginning and the last song is titled end, so it is like it's a shitty concept. So it's kind of like because there's some songs that are only like a minute long, then there's <laughs> yeah. some that are like are six minutes long. Yeah. So it's like so it's one of those type of albums, kind of like not nearly as good, but like the wall where it's like trying to tell a story. Uh, I couldn't figure out what the story is. That's what I'm saying. If you, nobody knows the story besides you, like, and, you know, play yeah, that shit with your bandmates. Like, nobody else gets this. Well, yeah, I was going to say that because I was thinking about it the other day. How uh, t- it seemed like they're telling a story, but like, nobody knows what it's about. And so, um, and I think I was, uh, I had a feeling of, again, similar to the Miley Cyrus one where, like, I was. Well, three or four songs in, and I was thinking, okay, how much is left of this? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, oh my god, I have fucking fucking forty five more minutes of this. Mm-hmm. So okay, so let me just listen to it. Um, Ears start bleeding. <laughs> well, because well, for me, because some of the Miley Cyrus songs were like some of them. Like I said majority of them because there's I can't remember how many songs on her on her album, like probably twelve. Yeah, it's twelve or thirteen. Um, eight of her songs were like legitimately bad. Yeah. And this one didn't have any like catchy, singable. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of positive songs mm-hmm. that I can like, oh yeah, all these songs are at least B's or C's. But they weren't bad, bad, like Miley Cyrus's yeah. songs were bad. So like these songs, I wouldn't, none, neither one of these albums I would re-listen to again, yeah. other than Flowers and that wild card song from mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus's album. I wouldn't listen to one well, Foxy Shazam song off this album. But there was a couple, like you mentioned, that were that kind of leaned back into the glamness of them. Yeah. The thing, the kind of the the part of the group that I would say the majority of the fans are a fan of is, like I said, the um, the glamness of them. Yeah. So, Man in Bloom is one that was very glam. I want to say the one after that, No Bravado. I think that is, could have been the other one. Is a, yeah, there's another one near the end of the album where it is very. Um, very glam. Yeah. So there's like two that were like, okay, these are like decent songs. Yeah. But Matthew, it was so bad. I got to start like list. I like, okay, let me find good chords. <laughs> yeah. Like good sounds. Yeah. yeah right. Like, yeah. Is and, there any good sounds on this album? Damn it. And it, like, so for me, like it's kind of different. Cause we're like with Miley's album. Like I said, she has two good songs and the rest are okay to bad. Yeah. All these songs were just like, what's worse than okay? Like disappointing. Yeah, it's like disappointing, son. <laughs> yeah, you know. So these are like C minus. You know, like and all of these songs were like C minuses. Yeah, this album's not going to college. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Yeah, they're going into the workforce. They're they're going to work uh, fast food. Yeah, fast food. Uh, <laughs> well, we can't. No, no, it's not. But you, there's a. I mean, every everybody understands that. That, but, yeah, that reference, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So with this Foxy album, like I said, um, like I do have to give them credit because they did go on a journey. It, I did try to like 
they tried doing different things as far as their sound and like i think that they did try to tell a story even if it was one that you know well i don't know if it was worth telling yeah but um so i don't want to say it was a bad album because like i said it was it seemed like one of those things like it would be like a cult cult following like one of those cult movies yeah it came out and it flopped and you know kind of like um a will smith movie i like which kind of weird referencing him but um like uh will smith would slap them oh (laughs) so like uh, like i'm legend not a well-beloved movie but it's a kind of a cult classic. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I said, is or iRobot. Right. You know, one of these movies that are. I like iRobot. You know, that are, you know, that stand the test of time, but they were not good sure. when they came out. Sure. And this is one of those albums, I think, that may have like a cult following 10 years from now. Yeah. But now, I don't know the audience for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Uh... Yeah, so we ha- we stepped away for a moment. Yep. But, uh, uh, that's why we had like five, five minutes. So, <laughs> Epiphany. <laughs> yeah, so I went back and I was trying to find the other Foxy song that I was like, okay, it's actually pretty good. Um, and so I kind of was skimming through, skimming through the other songs. And the song I discovered is a song called The Forbidding Kind. Mm. It's actually kind of glam, kind of, you know, pretty decent. Uh, sorry, Miley. Uh, <laughs> I threw shade at your album earlier. His name was bad. Foxy's is worse. Uh, upon further uh just a quick revision we uh, we went to the video footage yeah yeah we went to the footage and it was uh skimming through some of the songs trying to find the other good one was like i you know i like weird stuff i mean it's like pulling toenails off well like, well, like it's, you know i mean pink floyd that's some weird stuff i mean you know i like weird music some of it sometimes like some of Joe's stuff is a little weird. Yeah. But this was like bad weird. Like it was on like, <laughs> you know, uh, bad trip. Uh, it, well, no, what's the, uh, <laughs> bath salts or something. Yeah. 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 So it's like, so again, respect to them. Cause it was an album that, you know, they put it, they put out what I'm assuming they wanted to. Cause if they didn't, that's why he made them put this out. The other person did them, a, you know, <laughs> did did them a disservice because this is bad. You <laughs> so uh, so this is something they wanted to put out, and like I said, they want to put people on a journey. Uh, at the end of the at the end of the journey, you know, it was an hour of my life I can't take. Dude, you said journey twice, and you should not mention journey in the same damn yeah, vein. It's yes. sentences. Yes, I'm not. Yes, sorry. I, I you know what? I, I, sorry, Steve Perry. We're, yeah, sorry, Steve Perry. Go we're listen sorry. to Journey. Go don't, li- you, don't listen to Foxy Shazam. With Cleanse this your ears. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, it's look. Uh, I know we're we're laughing. We're 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 uh, talking about it. We're uh, but I'm telling you, I guess. You get to a point when, uh, and we've all have uh, artists that we like, like this groups that uh, they uh, maybe they go on a little bit of a cold streak. Maybe they um, they just you know they don't have what what they had once that made you uh, that caught your attention, and uh, you know so it, it's I, they've got to a point where when they have a new album, and I they've had two or three since I felt the way that I do right now, where I don't have any expectations for it upon listening to it. Um, so it's not like you get disappointed because, uh, you know, you have these high expectations, but it's the fact that, um, 
there somewhere in the back of your mind there are expectations because uh you know you know that they once had lightning in a bottle with something that you like um and then they just don't and um and i guess with every album they've came out with over the years uh over the last decade i've been still waiting for them to uh, get back to their roots um and you know and, and i guess every time it just seems like they're farther and farther away they're not going to and i don't know um but but the thing the thing that's funny to me dude and um and i'm probably being an asshole here and i'm probably uh being naive or or just uh uh, one, you know, one-sided or not being open-minded. I don't even know what the term I'm saying, but I saw in the comments where, you know, on their social media where fans were just like, you know, praise them and stuff. And I'm like, there's no freaking, you just want to like, there's no way you want a response or not, or a like on Instagram or something. There's no way you like this. There's just no way. Yeah. Um, or, or they're not a fan of like, of, Church of Rock and Roll, Foxy. Yeah, they, they've came on since uh, in this, you know, whatever you call this style. They need to take the rock label off of it. I'll say that. Um, but uh, but anyways, you know how we feel about them. And uh, Eric, now, if you want to come on and talk about it, we are <laughs> open uh, to all ears. Now, I want to throw this one out there, Matthew. Uh, I told Matthew to listen to the answer. Um, I want to give you a little backstory on the answer. Um, not in the way Matthew does. Uh, he does a really good job on, on breaking them down. Ma the answer... As a band that I discovered uh, some years ago, they're usually under the metal uh, genre, so that's usually why I miss them most of the time. But they put out an album uh, in 2013 called Revival, and uh, on that album they had a pretty sweet, like uh, uh, I don't want to say ballad because it was, uh, you know, it was pretty heavy and fast paced and everything. But you know, when your ears hear a ballad, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. the prettier rock songs. Uh, but they put out a song called Nowhere Freeway that I really liked. Uh, I put it in my library uh, years ago. Um, always kept in the back of my mind. When they put out stuff, um, I usually try to check it out uh, because, um, you know, I feel like they have something, even though that, uh, you know, I don't feel like uh, they I feel like they're in the right direction. Um so, uh, but anyways, long story short, came out with this new album called Sundowners. I uh, checked it out. I really loved uh, the beginning of the album, like how it, you know, because to me, it's not stated enough, like how an intro and like how they welcome you to an album and like the the peaks and valleys of an album, how uh, uh, it can be overlooked sometimes, um, which we'll get to in a minute that John Diva talking about a damn way to go. But uh I thought this one did a really good job. Sundowners was uh, the first song, uh, but it was okay. It was just an okay album. A really good sound. Um, it seems like they had a theme with their sound. This like some sort of motivation or, or influence, I should say, uh, the way they're sounded this time. But um, there's no songs that really jumped out at me. I was pretty excited when I saw they had this new album. There's a song called "Want You to Love Me" that I thought was pretty cool, uh, and there's a song called "No Salvation" that I liked. Um, but out of 11 songs, those were the only two. There was no bad songs, but there was only two songs that caught my eye. Is that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just okay. Um, so what did you listen to that? What did you think? Yeah. So that's is one that um, a group that I don't, I didn't have a history with. So, so went in blind, no expectations and it was okay. Like, so kind of just an okay uh, album. There wasn't anything like you mentioned that gripped, gripped me. 
um, surprised to hear the, the metal label because they're definitely some more southern rock than anything. A lot of slide guitar. Well, this is different, dude. This yeah. is different than they normally it's, are. Okay, so yes, it's more southern rock yep. sounding, more slide guitar. And uh, after a certain point, uh, slide guitar, especially like not country slide, like uh, steel guitar yeah. slide. This, this is like, you know, I don't want to even want to say compliment it. Uh, you know, a kind of a slide guitar on like Southern rock. So like a Leonard Skinner or something. Sure. Um, that's a good point. So it wasn't, uh, too, that's too much slide for me as far as in that, that vein. Um, it was okay. Like I said, not like, I think our, like we mentioned our way of judging an album. If like, uh, a quarter of the songs are decent. Mm-hmm. It's a good, you know, worth buying. Right. Cause you're thinking back to the CD days. If you're like, okay. Um, I just, just to reiterate, um, you got to justify buying an album with your money. Mm-hmm. If, you know, being a teenager, you don't have so much money. Of course. If there's three or four songs you like, then it's pretty good. Get it. Then the rest you'll probably just fall in love with, you know, along the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, Miley Cyrus was, you know, didn't fit that bill. Right. Foxy's definitely didn't fit that bill. Nope. Um, the answers didn't fit the bill. Nope. Um, so there wasn't, this album isn't worth buying. I don't feel, you know, so I don't regret listening to it, but it's one that, um, I guess uh, as a, you know, I was open to becoming a fan and, uh, this one just not pulling me in. Yeah. Okay. And I'm with you there. I'm with you. Everything you said, I guess in for my conscience, I won't, to the listener to understand uh that i don't feel the same way about this album as i do foxy and um miley's um mainly because the songs are not bad they're just not my cup of tea like uh they're just fine there's you don't you're not gonna scroll past any song on this album be like god this is bad um they're just not they just didn't write any bangers i guess like Unlike Miley and Foxy, especially Foxy, where they pull a reaction out of you. Yeah. Where, like, I think there's a, a thing that's it's the only thing worse than being okay, being bad is being okay to, like, no reaction to it. Yeah. And, like, Miley's, like I said, listening to it, I was thinking, this is bad. I was listening to song after song, and I said, like, I don't, you know, why would you do this? This, this choice, you know, I didn't, you know, same with the Foxy, you know an hour's worth of songs that are like, why, why would they do this? Um, and the answer, I didn't have a reaction to it. Yeah. You know, most of the songs on this one, um, I didn't cause this band is very talented, but the most of the songs on this album, I don't know why, but it's like they went generic and every song on this album, uh, for the most part, sounds like, uh, it's going to be on a Madden video game or it's going to be, uh, on a movie where the guy's coming back to kick some guy's ass or something, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> there is a sequel to roadhouse. Yes. I was and just this, thinking that and this, like, not Bingo, the one dude. they're making now with Jake Gyllenhaal. There was a sequel. Oh, okay. Never you, mind. I was thinking that. No, no, that one I think is, there was a sequel to roadhouse. Obviously didn't have no one involved in the original of course. thing. Uh, Never seen it, but this is a song from that that movie. Yeah, Roadhouse, Back to the Miners. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. Yeah, you know, or uh, um, so you know, from like a B level, you know, not even B level, C level movie. This, yeah, you know, these these songs would be on there. Yeah. So the answer, 
not recommended. Still got questions. Yeah, yeah, you still a lot, you a lot of questions to the answer. <laughs> All right, dude, I recommended one to you. Uh, the last one I have for tonight, I recommend one minute. Uh, recommended one to you. Popped up on my new releases. Uh, saw them others. Eyes lit up. Real fast. A blaze gasoline. Check that one out. It's a good song. They're a good band. Um, but I, you know, that was just a one song uh, single they put out. Uh, but the one that caught my eye the most this week was a band called John Diva and the Rockets of Love. I know nothing about these guys. I don't know if they've been around for 50 years. I don't know if this was their first album. I know nothing about these guys. I don't know where they're from. I do know they're on New and Rock on Apple Music, some of their stuff. So I'm assuming that they're uh, getting started. But again, John Diva and the Rockets of Love, the album's the big, easy um, dude. I put this shit on. And um, I, I, I really like these guys. What did you think? So uh, just having it up now, John Diva and the Rockets of Love are a German glam metal band. Started, oh, really? in, started in 09. Okay. Um, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Um, so again, so going in off, you know. The, Pretty guy too. The, the, album, the album cover looked like, um, like I said, the way I pitched it, it looked like he's playing a gimmick. Kind of like like a Steel Panther, where you know Steel Panther, Michael Michael Starr's real name is not Michael Starr, you know that kind of a thing. Yeah, where playing a character. I don't know if he's playing a character. I had to get the get the feeling he is, especially from the album cover because it's you know just gratuitous nonsense. Honestly, yeah. it kind of looks like Lady Gaga a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. You yeah, a, l- a little bit. I think he's. That's a compliment, by the way. The, yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> but uh. So at the end of the day, this is just uh, a glam metal band. Yep. So this is one that, um, listening to it, um, you know, it had all the stereotypical hair metal band, you know, aspects, the kind of the, uh, the, the 80s hard rock riffs, you know, that you would hear mm-hmm. with like a Bon Jovi or even like a Van Halen, you know, type of, type of you know, bands like that. Um, not a great singer, but I think with, the 80s especially the hair the hair metal band um the hair bands a lot of them weren't great singers right. like there were great singers that we can obviously you know we can talk about those later but um he's not a great singer he had a, he sounded good but he, you know not a range or anything but um but i'll say it's pretty good um i think of the four albums this is not going in, I would not have expected this one to be the one that's like, okay, this is going to be the, the best of them all. I know. And this one is like, you know, if the rest of the albums are C's, this one's at least like a B minus. Oh, it is better. Um, like I said, I'll have to listen to the rest, the rest of their catalog to see how it goes. But um, I think my favorite song, the ones I heard, because um, I would say I do like God Made Radio, mm-hmm. um, California Rhapsody. I'm kind of going in, um, kind of my favorite from the 12, but, uh, I would say it's one that I would definitely recommend if you like that style. Um, I'll say the, not as catchy or honestly, not as good as like reckless love, which is, I think of the new hair metal bands, they may be the best, I would say arguably. Um, but, um, of the other modern sleaze hair metal bands, but this guy wasn't bad. I would definitely recommend it if you like that style. Um, you know, I think even though we do talk about a lot of different music nowadays in our on our on the pod, 
uh, getting started. It was a lot of these sleazy hair metal bands, yeah. you know, and um, I think that's honestly what we've talked about most of our, uh, most of the time we've known each other, honestly, mm-hmm. these sleazy groups like that or Santa Cruz, uh, Reckless Love, even um, Hardcore Superstar. It brings us together. Yeah, so this is one that at the end of the day, this is very close, near dear to us. Mm-hmm. So if you like this sort of genre, I'll you know I can only do nothing but recommend it. I'll say it, it's like this, uh, and I hope this makes sense. Uh, if you see a pretty lady or man, um, you know, uh, depending on your preference, and you see like them from a distance, and maybe they're wearing something that you like, maybe you're a butt guy or a girl, or uh, and you see them and you you like what you see, um, you know. And maybe they turn around. You're like, okay, I can work with that. It wasn't what I thought it was from this distance, but uh, you know what? There, there might be more there. That's kind of what I took this. It's like, okay, I uh, the album's okay. Um, you know, they got a great sound. Um, very intrigued by these guys. Uh, they're right up my alley. Um, and now uh, it's got me wanting to go back to their catalog, and I'm dying to yeah. hear the rest of their stuff. I tell you this: one thing that kind of bothered me about this album um, is I wanted if 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 California Rhapsody and the Big Easy were one track, uh, that would be so much better. Now, if you listen to it, it goes right into the Big Easy uh, as if it is one track. But my brain, it bothers the shit out of me that it's not one track. I feel like it should be. Um, I want to turn that on and hear it go into that. It's beautifully done, um, and it goes right into it. But uh, that is cool as hell. I love um, I love the first two songs. Again, treat it as one. If you're going to listen to it, put it on California Rhapsody first and just let the album play. Uh, God Made Radio, as Matthew mentioned, very good song. Uh, I like Runaway Train pretty good. Um, and I think it was the limit, the limit is the sky, uh, was another good one. But anyways, um, I'm intrigued by these guys. That's as much as I know about these guys. Now, uh, they did put out an album about three years, two or three years ago called mama said rock is dead. And looking at the catalog, uh, the song t- uh, titles, I'm very intrigued at rock and roll heaven. Um, you got, uh, just a night away, uh, dance dirty whiplash there's, and then they've got a couple more, another album or two, but, um, I'm telling you, I'm very, I'm very intrigued by these guys. Uh, I want to hear more, um, and I'm, I'm glad that I found another band that I can dive into. So uh, that's where I'm at with them right there. All right. So, um, so of the four, we recommend this one. Yeah. John Diva and the For Rockets sure. of Love. And I know we're wrapping up the podcast. Not a lot of recommendations, just because this has been everything I've listened to honestly this week is uh, a lot of this and just old songs that you yeah. know, are, are, are like. Um, so do you have anything to recommend? Yeah, I've got one for the people. Uh, and this is an old one, man. It's just one that popped up the other day that um, I'm sure I've heard at some point. Maybe I haven't, but I feel like I have. Uh, I got on my Alice in Chains kick, which I do it sometimes. I love Alice in Chains, one of my favorite 90 bands. Uh, and uh, I don't think they're talked about enough, but uh, Alice in Chains had a EP come out uh, way back when 1992 called sap. And there's a song on there called right turn with Chris Cornell. Um, and it is so good, just a beautiful song. Um, but, uh, you know, and I know it's not something new, but I definitely recommend you guys uh, go and check out that song. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a beautiful song and maybe it'll kick your Allison chain, uh, uh, senses to, to go back and check them out. Just, just a great band. I feel like they need to be talked about more when we talk about great bands of the nineties. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so um, again, check out Addison Chains. Um, just to recommend some homework for ourselves, 
Um, well, I'll, I guess I'll ask you this now okay. since it's on the pod. What you got now? Um, there's always been the rumor, not rumored. <laughs> it's just us, but like <laughs> it's not as uh, heavily rumored online. We'll stay no, with it. no, but it's like um, one of the because we haven't done an app, uh, an artist review or artist. Uh, uh-huh. I can't remember what we called it. In a while, the last one might have been Taylor Swift. I think might have been the last one yeah. when her album came out. You got somebody in mind, homie? So, um, would you want to do Kiss? Hell yeah, Kiss would be a great. So one. Kiss will be obviously the homework, yeah. and obviously the you know the whole thing. I love that dude. They, it is from what they say they are calling it quits. This is it. Yep. Um, last tour. So uh, would you want to do Kiss? Let's do Kiss, and you know I won't won't. Um, there's no guarantees here, but we might have a surprise, uh, our first ever guest on it. Uh, and if we do, it's someone who I dare say knows as much about Kiss as any human being on this planet other than Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. So, um, yeah, I'm going to work on that. So that might be uh, – that's going to be a fun one. We've never talked a whole lot about Kiss, as Matthew mentioned. Um, but uh, you, you got, you're, you're listening to Kiss fans right here, so that sh- this should be fun. Um, so we're going to do a whole episode dedicated to Kiss. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, guys, I appreciate you listening as always, um, and uh, we'll ch- we'll check you out next Sunday. Love you guys. Peace. See ya.